Good morning, listeners. Today we continue to focus on the theme of the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica for 2024, Embracing Revival, Achieving Excellence Through Effective Leadership. The theme is based on the premise that although revival is a work of God and through the power of the Holy Spirit, effective leadership is a vital and necessary requirement. How do we lead effectively? Let us understand a basic concept at this point. Leadership is influence. The goal of leadership is to persuade others to agree with and to be committed to what we want them to do in a wholehearted way. In his book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, John C. Maxwell states that the true measure of leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. In other words, in leadership, we exercise influence. There are positive ways to do this, and there are negative ways to go about it. People can be coerced or forced. They can be manipulated or they can be intimidated. We focus in Christendom on positive influencing. To grow leadership, we must grow our influence in positive ways. That is a path to effective leadership. How do we do that? Let's look at the passage from the book of Luke. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days, as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know it. But supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So, when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, seeking him. Now, so it was that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So, when they saw him, they were amazed, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he made. He spoke to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. Luke 2, 42-52 At the tender age of 12, Jesus was listening and asking questions as he conversed with the teachers of the law. He maintained this habit and never grew out of it. Before ministering to needy people or telling them about the kingdom, he took time to listen. Leaders listen. Too often we are not prepared to hear people's stories and therefore we lack the capacity to empathize, to feel what they feel and to be touched with the feelings of their infirmities. Jesus knew that to connect with people's hearts, he had to use his ears. Leaders listen actively, encouraging, understanding and asking appropriate questions. Isn't it true that in listening we often do not hear what is being said, but instead we engage in formulating our own responses? 
To be effective leaders, true influencers, we must be prepared to hear people's stories. It has been rightly said that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Listening is one of the greatest ways of showing that we care. The Amplified Bible Classic Edition renders Mark 7.37 thus, And they were overwhelmingly astonished, saying, He has done everything excellently. He even makes the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. The exercise of leadership or influence is best done through modeling, telling and showing. This was fully demonstrated in the life of Jesus as he did it with excellence. When he called his disciples, his intent was to impart to them his passion for excellence in life and ministry through modeling. Then he appointed twelve, that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach. Mark 3.14 The life of Jesus was flawless, a life that was sinless and a life of perfection. In a discourse with the Pharisees, he asks some piercing questions. Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Role models are difficult to find. We are living in an age when leaders in all spheres of life are falling into sin, becoming victims of the enemy. Corruption is rampant in public and private spheres. And despite the systems that have been put in place to prevent, detect, and punish it, it is increasing at an alarming rate. Our Lord Jesus Christ requires leaders or people of integrity who will show and tell or model the true principles of leadership that he demonstrated in doing all things well, in doing all things with excellence. Let's examine the concept of integrity. The dictionary meaning, the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. The state of being whole and undivided, the condition of being unified or sound in construction. To influence, we must be people of integrity. A person of influence, a leader, has to be a person who has integrity with people. Genuine integrity is found in small things. Lying sometimes is not acceptable. There are no such things as white lies. Being faithful to your husband or wife most of the times is not acceptable. David, a man after God's own heart, described the person of integrity in Psalm 15. Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Who may dwell in your holy hill? He who walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. He who does not backbite to his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor. Nor does he take up a reproach against his friend in whose eyes a vile person is despised, but he honors those who fear the Lord. He who swears to his own heart and does not change. He who does not put out his money to, to usury, nor does he take a bribe against the innocent. He who does these things shall never be moved. Let's consider small things. 
In Luke 16, 1-13, Jesus told his disciples a story about an unrighteous manager who was wasting his master's money. He was called to account and took some hasty actions to secure his future by reducing the amount owed by his master's debtors. The story teaches us lessons about business and some not-so-obvious truths about leadership. The poor leader violated rule number one. Leadership is not to be used for personal benefit. He forgot that leadership is about giving, not getting. Leaders lose the right to be selfish. Leadership rises or falls to the level of the leader's integrity. In the end, his master praises shrewdness, but Jesus had a deeper lesson for us. He said in Luke 16 verse 10, He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in what is much, and he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Integrity values character over personal gain and elevates principles over convenience. Integrity is not to be determined by our circumstances nor based on credentials. The effective leader exercises leadership based on character and does not confuse character with reputation. What is the outcome of practicing integrity? Trust. People will believe in you and accede to your influence. Influence. People will listen to you, will bind to what you want to achieve. Effectiveness in leadership. All Christ's followers are called to be leaders, but there are those of us who have been specially called to be leaders in the church. Pastors, elders, deacons, youth leaders, classroom teachers, accountants, lawyers, police officers, professionals, parliamentarians, and homemakers are also leaders. Are you leading with integrity? Are you leading like Jesus? Revival, transformation and renewal require leadership. God is looking for people of integrity to be the vanguard of the revival that we have been longing and praying for. Sisters and brothers, let us heed the call to be effective leaders by living with integrity.